Hi, I'm Josh Ledgard, and this is the On Growth Podcast from Kickoff Labs. Kickoff Labs makes it ridiculously easy to spin up a contest for any B2B or B2C brand. Today's guest is someone who's actually done both. Marching Kevlick has run contests on Kickoff Labs for the insurance industry and the fashion brand. I personally couldn't imagine two more separate audiences to run a contest for, but you'll be amazed how similar the path to success for both contests were. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the On Growth Podcast and give us a five-star rating. Enjoy the show. I am talking to uh, Marcin Kowlik. I hope yeah. I got that right today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marcin is a marketing and sales consultant who works with SaaS and other uh, startups, um, primarily in the Polish region. Is that correct? That's correct. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for being here today. It's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And Marcin uh, used Kickoff Labs for a couple of contests, and we're going to get into that. But before we get into how he found Kickoff Labs and the type of contests he was using, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your background, uh, whether you came from like a marketing background, an engineering background. How did you get to the point where you are today? Okay, okay. Thank you for having me. It's 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 an honor and it's a pleasure. So, uh, and I'm a fan of your tool. So. Basically, I am divided between content marketing and, and performance marketing, and these two topics were always on my mind. Um, I am coming from a, a performance marketing agency, and I have some um, five or six years of background of driving um, the marketing activities for hosting company in Poland, which is like the, the leader uh, of, of the sector in, in the region. And as part of my side projects, I'm helping insurance companies and insurance agents um, in lead generation and in marketing. Yeah, that, that's basically the background. And I'm, I'm as, as I have told you, I'm divided between content marketing and the desire to the performance marketing and this honestly this this led me to to the research of gamification tool which could help me raising leads or or news newsletter subscribers in a good way in a non-obstructive way in a way in which i am giving something to the end user to the audience and the audience is giving something uh, back so that's the way that i have went to to uh, to find kickoff labs i was testing also um, some other uh, solutions like gleam io in the end i think that if i will be doing some some other contests in in the future i will be using a kickoff labs and i have tested you guys for a couple of months for on for for two contests which are and this is this is funny which are targeting completely different uh, target groups but i think that we will get to this uh, in a moment absolutely that's a that's a great introduction so you found to summarize you found uh, kickoff labs because yeah. you were looking for a solution to gamify um, the lead generation a bit but i think more importantly to that you use the word kind of getting uh, getting the leads engaged so that they were an active part of the campaign as opposed to just a passive entity joining the campaign. Which yeah, is- yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, Be- yeah. because um, I think that some of our listeners can confirm that basically it, it is not hard to obtain a lead or a, a newsletter subscriber 
it is hard to obtain a, a lead or a newsletter subscriber which is active, which is a high quality of, of a lead. And I was looking for a solution which is also can be connected to MailChimp, for example, and so on. Yep. So that, that's that was the, the approach. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's really hard to find those engaged individuals and there's benefits to doing it in terms of like the open rate long term, finding people who become influencers for your brand or the company as well. Um, and that's absolutely one of the key reasons why uh, we run Kickoff Labs is that belief that the engaged uh, audience is a is a more fruitful audience for people uh, for people who are looking to get some more subscribers. They're not just a subscriber, they can become advocates for your brand. Correct. So let's dive into, I think we talked a little bit earlier, the first audience you were targeting and the first contest you tested Kickoff Labs with was a B2B audience, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a couple of thoughts that I would like to share, but but let's give some perspective first, some context. Yep. So let's focus first on those insurance agents. So basically, since like a couple of years, I am running my own podcast, which is created, targeted or, or desired for insurance agents in Poland or for the insurance industry in Poland in general. And there I'm describing how to do proper marketing, proper sales, generate insurance leads and so on and basically the target audience are um, insurance agents insurance agency owners and insurance companies in poland and i have a lot of different lead magnets uh, these are pdf files ebooks free consultations free subscriptions and so on and one of those leads magnets that I was testing was basically a contest, a prize, a giveaway, you name it, of a book which was written by my friend. So this book written by an insurance agent is basically something between a handbook for upcoming agents, how to sell insurance. And um, he is a very known, let us say, persona in the insurance world of, of Poland. And we were thinking, how can we promote this book and promote his business? And uh, how can I build my audience, build my subscription audience, build my newsletter audience further with this cooperation? So we have decided that each month, we will give away one book to the person who basically gets the most points. And that was the whole approach to, to this to this contest. Just to quickly recap what I heard there. So you, in the insurance space, you knew this person who was well-recognized, um, yep. who had his own brand and wrote a book that the potential leads or customers that you're after having on your newsletter list would be interested in. So it was exactly. the... When you talk about choosing a contest prize, because this is a challenge that our audience frequently comes in, is how do they choose a contest prize? You went the direction of saying the reward for the, the top per the person with the most points each month is going to be this downloadable book, which 
uh, has a some physical value, a, a physical book, okay. yeah, a physical of copy yeah. of the book. So it has more perceived value yeah. um, to your, uh, to the audience that you're trying to get. Yes. And not only that, it doesn't just have value, but it's directly related to the type of product that you were ultimately selling them. So yes. you weren't giving them, you know, the complete Harry Potter series for an insurance, yeah. <laughs> for an insurance save, you were giving them, you were giving them something that was related that, that they, that helps them solve their problem anyway. Yes, I think it's, it's it's crucial and it's extremely important that price, the, the lead offer, contest price, however you name it, is strictly connected to the problem or to the to the solution to the problem for which our target audience is having. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very important, I think. Absolutely. So you chose the contest prize. Yeah. And when you set up the contest, can you describe the pitch for people to enter and what you yeah. are asking them to do to earn more entries um, yeah. points in the contest? Sure. So luckily for me, I have some screenshots of this campaign. And what I'm seeing currently is basically this share message, which is shared by a user when he is like sharing the message about the contest in his social media. So I will describe it for you because it's in Polish and not mm -hmm. all of your uh, audience uh, understands Polish <laughs> yet. So basically the message is that's, that's a picture of the author of the book holding this book. And it's a title, it's a header of in March, you can get your copy of how to sell insurance worth $59 as a gift. Yeah, so mm -hmm. uh, that was, I think it was also important that we were naming the value of the price. Yep. And then we were saying you can get this as a gift or in a contest. And in the description, uh, I can read that it was written every month. We are uh, giving away as a, as a prize, as a present, one copy of book of Pavel Skotnicki and, and so on. So we are leveraging the personal brand of the author. We are leveraging the value of the, of the prize. So th this was this first contact point, let us say, in which many people have contacted the, the contest. And then, as I recall, the first and foremost step to be taken is to opt in or, or to be specific, double opt in with your email, uh, because we are very strict with double opt ins and GDRP topics in Poland and in uh, EU. And mm -hmm. I would like to always have a clean database of, of uh, emails. And then once the user has done the double opt, then the other activities were, uh, let us say, unlocked for him. So when I am thinking about how many points you can get for each action, it was always for me clear that the biggest amount of points I would be giving to a person for successfully referring the contest to another person. So this mm -hmm. this was like the, the top of, of the ladder when it comes to, to setting up a number of points. Then a bit lower was the basic function of just sharing the contest on your social media. Then, and I have really used all the possible options, then I was rewarding people for basically watching a video. I was rewarding people for liking a, a post and 
parallel, of course, on Facebook and same uh, goes for, for Instagram. And yeah, and I, I think that those um, those people, the, the insurance agents, they are either using their time and, and uh, watching topics and content on Facebook or, or on Instagram. So basically, okay, I have used also the YouTube feature. So you could also get points for watching a, a YouTube video or for subscribing to the YouTube channel. So first, the email address, double notification, double opt-in with the MailChimp integration. Then the biggest number of points you could get was for referring the contest to a friend, then for sharing on social media, and then a lot of lower number of points you could get for just liking a content or watching a content. That's the topic of setting the points. What I'm now also seeing is, and this was... I think very important on the thank you page once once the person has made this first step of opting in with the email and of course double opting in then there was this thank you page and I have played with it and I have basically written on this thank you page do you want more points then do this and I have used specific uh, call to action buttons for example like our fan page to gain two points follow us on Instagram to gain two points and and so on so I was trying to make it as easy as possible for them to get more points and basically to know that they can get more points and I have used the the thank you page to do this. Absolutely. I think that's that's something that I want to call out as a, as a best practice, because even if the most important thing for you is to get the referrals coming through, it's also important to make sure that in any contest, you've got something for everybody in terms of, uh, I may not have people that I could refer, especially into a very a more niche audience, like a, like a B2B pitch like you were doing with this contest in the insurance space, but I may, I, I certainly can learn more information by watching the YouTube video, I could share on my social networks, or I could uh, like a, a social media post, like those are things that anybody could do. And yeah. so having those options for that anybody could do to earn points is always uh, is always a best practice. Yeah. What I want to do is this, I want to thank you for that really detailed description of how the contest was being run and what you were encouraging people to do. But how are you driving people to the contest in the first place? Like, how did people hear okay. about the contest to enter? So I think what is important here is that I have set up a very easy to understand URL, which was uh, uh, redirecting the user to the landing page of the campaign. It was basically mind domain slash one world, like for example, marcinkowalik.online slash book. Yeah. So this has given me the opportunity to promote the contest on my podcast, which is oriented to the target group, to the insurance agents. And the same was done in many, in like three or four YouTube videos and Facebook videos and stories. And just, just for you and for the audience to understand I was not making any special video setup. I just took what I had and I had my iPhone and I have just recorded like two, two or three minutes long videos in which I was holding the book and I was talking how this book can help you in your insurance business. So, and I'm always a fan of using what 
the tools that I have and not like spending a lot of money on, on expensive equipment. So getting back to the sources of, of the traffic, the biggest and the best source of the traffic was my newsletter database, 3000 uh, and plus insurance agents. And with average click rate of like 20%, open rate of 20% and click through rate of like five or 6%, you can imagine how big the traffic was. So the newsletter database first, then the podcast, and then the videos on Facebook and on YouTube. And what is very interesting is that my personal profile on Facebook was also a huge source of very good traffic to the contest. And mm -hmm. it is probably connected to the fact that I have a lot of contacts on my personal profile from people that, that are from the insurance agency industry. And I have tested some paid campaigns, but I don't think that they were playing a much big role in this in this contest. So now let's talk about, we talk about the source of people. We talk about what they were doing during the contest. Yeah. How would you describe the results of this first contest for you? First, the, the biggest win for, let us say, my business or for my, I should say community. Yeah, because I have told you that I have a newsletter database, a podcast, also a group on Facebook. I think it's it's becoming more of a community behind the things that I'm doing than less uh, a business. These are connected, of course, but it's, it's a question of approach. So the foremost important thing, I guess, for me is the positive feedback from the community, because the product is interesting. The product, by the product, I mean the book of the author. The book on insurance selling was needed, and uh, the author is widely known. And the people from my community have welcomed the idea of winning this prize very good. So they were basically happy that they am that I am providing this contest for them. That was, I think it, it could be something silly, but in the end, this was the biggest win of the all. And then I have gathered, I think, more than 170 email addresses alone from, from this action. And they are still with me because I am controlling this and I am monitoring this. So basically I have added a tag in MailChimp to the users that came from this contest. Mm -hmm. And I can see that they are still following me, that they are still subscribed and they are, they are still responding to, to my content. And this is the answer to the question, if I have or did I have reached the correct audience? So yes, I did. The product, the price was optimized for the target group. In the end, because you could buy the book, because we, we have told about the price and this contest has also driven sales of this product, of this book, but this was not the, the, the target. It was, this was not our goal. Basically, my goal was to be more closer to my community, to give something to them and to gain more newsletter subscribers. And I'm happy with, with the result. If I could do something better, then I think I should give more time and optimize the campaign more because what is a very good point of optimization in kickoff labs is that you can really see the impact of each email for each reward level that has been sent on the activity of the user so basically i was really watching which email for which reward level is performing better 
and mm -hmm. I was optimizing those emails on the basis of, of those results. And you can really get more results when you are really like playing with the tool and optimizing it and looking for, for, the, for the leverage. So you so, were looking at what uh, you'd set up a series of reward level yeah. emails, which yeah. for context are emails that go out to people that are engaged in the contest when they achieve certain point levels. Yeah. So you could have a reward level email go out as soon as somebody took their first action by getting any more than the base level of points. You could have it go out at 10, 20, 30, just any number. And you set up a series of those emails to go out yeah. at these points where people were joining and you were looking to see uh, which emails were getting some good engagement. So let's uh, let's shift gears. So this is a great description of the contest uh, for a B2B contest. Yep. It sounds like from our conversation, you also ran a B B2C contest. Can you yes. describe the business that that was for and talk about the differences between the two? Because yeah. these are, uh, we get this question all the time, like what's the difference between the B2B and B2C yeah. audience? And so, so I'd love to hear your explanation there. Yeah, Josh. So basically my approach is in marketing, you should test all the time, all of the things. So in order for me to get some knowledge about how to promote an apparel brand, a fashion brand, and also for other reasons, I have started my own apparel brand. And basically you can order a sweatshirt with any marking on it, with any sign on it. So for example, if you're a, if you're a, a patriot and you are living in Poland, you can order a sweatshirt with the sign Poland on it and so on. So what I was eager to, to test is how Kickoff Labs would be working on an apparel brand, on a clothing brand, clothing brand. So basically I have done this, that I have said and I have promoted this contest to, to the followers of my brand on Instagram, on, on Facebook and so on. And the basic message was every, I think, week we will give away one one piece of our clothing with with your signage and with with your name of of your city or of your district or of your country whatever you you wish so it's a highly personalized item uh, and you can get it one of a kind for example yeah and we will give uh, every week one of this item in uh, and it's worth of like 300 zloty so i guess it's like $75 for the person which has the most points. So like the, the almost the same approach as with the B2B. However, there are some differences. The target audience of this apparel brand is basically a woman 35, 45 of age, which uh, does cares for, 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 uh, for her own and does fitness and likes to have a good look and so on. So basically the target group was different. And also the most important, let us say, contact points of, of this target group was were completely different because this target group, I guess I can say it, they were completely ignoring the email communication. Of course, the first uh, reward was made after double opting in with MailChimp. However, the email communication was ignored and was, was not so appreciated as it was for Instagram communication. So with this in mind, I have totally changed the approach versus the B2B contest. And you should double opt in. You should enter with your email. 
but the biggest number of points you could get is was basically for doing activities connected to Instagram with visual graphic content and with with, with Facebook. So here the, the leverage was with the usage of social media mechanisms connected to the Instagram platform and with uh, with Facebook. So for each like or for the each share of the of the contest, I was giving a lot of points. And I have seen that the contest was was appreciated. I have seen referrals and so on. But with this target group, I had some topic of fraud prevention and I had to check up at least two or three potential contest winners because before I was choosing a winner. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just to have this thought in a nutshell, the B2C contest is more dangerous when it comes to potential frauds and, and cheaters, let us say. And when it comes to B2B contests, I have not seen this problem. Well, probably yeah. because the B2B guys are like more hmm, professional, serious and so on. But then on the other hand, we, we were talking about a B2C price of a higher value, perceived yep. value. And $75 versus $15, maybe that was the source of more fraudulent behavior, let us say. I think you had a more, you also had a more generally desirable, like not not that the book isn't desirable, it's yeah, desirable yeah, in totally. audience. But the shirt from the description of it sounds like, you know, something like I could imagine like this similar thing in, in the States, people saying like having a shirt that says Seattle or Washington, yeah, or, and that would have a, an appeal to a broader audience. But then you get that broader audience attempting to yeah. <laughs> attempting to, to win it, to get it. And you uh, when you have something of value, there's always going to be some amount of, of fraud of people going after it. Yeah, sure. How would you describe the results of the the B2C contest? Actually, sorry, before we get to the results, did you promote it in the same way with yourself and doing videos and a newsletter? Like how did you no. how did you promote the result the B2C contest more? The B2C contest, the approach to the promotion of the B2C contest was different because I don't have the need of standing with my personal brand or with my face as a person behind this apparel brand. What has worked very well when it comes to this apparel B2C brand contest was basically a research done on social media groups. I'm sure that you can find those also in English for for the American market or for English speaking market. Basically, I have found a group on Facebook which is gathering influencers or let us say wannabe influencers or potential influencers. And I have asked openly, hey, I am looking for people in my target group, women 35, 45, uh, who have some following. And I would like uh, you guys to have a sweatshirt with your city name on it in exchange for you guys sharing the info about the contest. And this has worked very well. So without spending a dime, like paying the influencers, just by offering them merch, personalized merch for them, but still merch, I could drive really good traffic. And by good traffic, I mean not traffic which is buying the product. Mm-hmm. By traffic for, for for this marketing action, I am talking about good traffic, which is converting to contest entries. So how did you go about, because 
people have this question, and, and that's a really popular strategy for marketing a B2C contest is to work with a series of influencers. Did you find the influencers through the Facebook groups that you mentioned earlier or through the online communities? Is that how you found this potential yeah. influencers to reach out to? Yes. And yeah. how did you know they were, I'm going to drill in here for a second. So how did you know that they would be influential to the audience? First, the topic was, the issue was, are they really fitting the target group? So if it was mm -hmm. like an 18, 18 year old girl, it was not a good fit. If it was like 35 stay at home mom, she was a good fit. But mm -hmm. like, because the closer the influencer is to your target group, the better. Then yep. if she has some following, it's, it's better. I was not targeting like those five star, very known celebrities. Yep. No, I was like targeting mid level influencers. And, and as I have told you, wannabe influencers. And here I, I should make a disclaimer. Once again, I was targeting potential influencer brand ambassadors for the contest. Already my, I have made some lessons learned. And I already know that the optimal approach is to find brand ambassadors that also do fit your target audience, which have a, a bigger uh, following. But when I was starting back in the days, uh, just to get decent traffic for the contest, just to build uh, brand awareness, you could easily start with those kinds of like wannabe uh, ambassadors. It's not it's not a polite word. I I was I would gay in, in like a topic of potential influencers. And so you just you just had a really simple approach. So you, once you identified them, you kind of verified they fit yeah. the target audience you were going after, and you just would reach out to them and say, "Hey, if I offered you this personalized shirt, would you be willing to promote uh, exactly. the contest to your audience?" Yeah, rinse and repeat, one influencer, one week, and one week was one campaign, one contest, and then you, you get a pretty good feeling who is working well and who is working not well and who is driving traffic and who is not. And if I were 100% full-time apparel company, I would be focusing on, on, on this and then remarket and then a paid campaign to the lookalikes and so on. But it's, yep. it's a completely different topic for another <laughs> session, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So how would you describe, go back to the question I started to ask, which was how, yeah. would you describe, uh, how would you describe the success of this campaign for, in your words? The success of this B2C apparel clothing merch campaign, I, I would describe as 300 newsletter subscribers. And again, they are not so eager to subscribe and this target group is not like very newsletter friendly. Mm -hmm. um, more than 300 followers on, on Instagram, which are still with me and which are still active and they are commenting. I got some sales uh, of the product. So basically the contest has made money for itself. And I think that I have reached people I would not be able to reach without the contest. You should think about this in this way. Each winner every week of, of the contest is a potential future content for your Instagram feed. Because yep. when you think about it, the person receives free merch as a contest winner. They are an active Instagram user. So it's like you just have to ask them, hey, can I kindly ask you just to do a, one photo in our merch 
uh, of yourself and just sending it to us and we will post this on, on our feed. And 99% of them do, do reply, okay, no problem, you will have it tomorrow. You could build a perpetuum mobile, if you know the meaning, like this endless machine of content creation based on contest winners. And I think especially when it comes to apparel brands and B2C brands and, and brands which find themselves very well on Instagram, I think this user-generated content is vital. So if I had more time, <laughs> I would be doing this all over and like rinse and repeat. Absolutely. So to go a little bit full circle, so using Kickoff Labs for these contests, how uh, was it simple to set up for you? Was it easy to get the contest up and running? Yeah, sure. I think that once I had an idea of uh, of a landing page, which is simple, but still is like delivering the goals. And the first goal is always just to have email of the person as, and, and to have the person just register for the contest. Then then I was off and away. So so that's that that was pretty simple. So now we've talked about both of the types of contests, the differences in marketing to each of the different contest audiences. What advice that we haven't talked about would you give to someone considering running one of these two types of contests? It could be either one, it could be both, just sort of general advice. But somebody's thinking about running this type of engagement contest campaign, what advice would you give them? Before you start the contest, understand your target audience as best as you can. It's like a buying persona. You, you, you just have to, to have some, some image, some idea of, of the buying persona. Give value as much as you can and over deliver if you can. Think about your audience in the long term, I guess. Just do not focus on, on monetizing them today or tomorrow. This example of user-generated content, I guess, is, is the best example. So give value and then, and then the sales will also appear in some time. Oh, that's great advice. Anything else? Uh, anything else you want to tell our audience? How can people get in touch with you if they've got uh, if they've got questions or want to reach out right. or they want your help in uh, in growing their brand? Yeah. So uh, last thought: uh, don't be afraid of of testing. It's like you can find awesome leverages and awesome techniques if you like. Leave your trenches and. And uh, and test a lot of stuff, and that's how I came to Kickoff Labs, and and uh, I have grown my audience. And if anyone has any thoughts or any questions, go to marcinkovalik.online, and that's it. You will find me with a photo and with some contact details. I want to thank you for being on today. I think this was a, an excellent, very detailed description of two very different audiences and two very different contests to run with, but you can see the similarities in the approach between having to understand the audience, thinking about what you need to deliver to them, over-delivering so you didn't just give away yeah. one book, one shirt, you're giving away multiple things, and thinking about long-term where you want your audience to be. Is it part of this community? Is it connected with you on Instagram? And then just, you know, we didn't even talk about, but some of the stuff you did for testing, you were testing the reward level emails. We didn't get into, you were A-B testing the page, the contest pages where I can see you must've been testing some large differences because you could see one was doing really well, the other one wasn't. Exactly. So you were just always looking for opportunities to optimize the campaign that you were doing. And I'm sure if you were running future campaigns uh, for both of these things, you'd, you had, you'd then have a baseline, a starting point to go from knowing what worked 
And then let's try some radical changes against those things to see if you can beat the previous results. Exactly, exactly. It was a pleasure. So I hope that that you guys, the listeners, have some value. Absolutely, this was great. And um, and when this is ready, we'll send it. Uh, we'll send it out, and people can look at the uh, page in the show notes here for some of the images from the campaign, some of the okay. results um, that we'll share directly. And whether or not you you speak Polish, I can tell you, like looking at some of the stuff, I, I understood what you're getting at in terms of the personal brand. So um, go ahead and, and look at the uh, look at the images and see uh, and see how it uh, relates to your to your business. But thank Perfect. you very much. Thank you, Josh.